Welcome to One God, One Religion. The Jews have done a great service to humanity by bringing the message of one God as given by Prophet Abraham to the whole humankind. Yet, it is so strange that Jews are perhaps the most persecuted of all peoples on this earth. Beginning with the burning of Temple of Solomon in the 6th century BCE, the history of persecution and exiling of Jews continues right through the 2000 years to the Holocaust in the 20th century. The question is, why should Jews be so hated by so many people throughout this long history? In order to understand this question, we would like to go back to the Bible and see whether God actually gave the Jews the exclusive right to the land of Israel or even an exclusive connection with God. Genesis 15.18 says, The Lord made a covenant with Abram, saying, Unto thy seed I give this land from the river of Egypt to the great river, the river Euphrates. The word for seed here is Hebrew, Zerah, which is mostly used as biological descendants. So, in the normal sense, we may assume that in this verse, the Lord has given the land between two rivers to the seed, to the biological descendants of Abram. Then, in Genesis 17.5, and this is a very important verse, God says to Abram, No longer shall your name be called Abram, but your name shall be Abraham, for I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. The word Zerah, which was used for seed or for the biological descendants, is not present in this verse. So here we see that God has enlarged the ambit of Abram. Previously, Abram was the head of his descendants of his family of his community but now God has enlarged his writ and made him a father of multitude of nations which I understand that God made Abraham the father of all those who believed in the message of one God which was given by God to Abraham so the question is does the Bible say that God gave Abraham the land of Canaan after having made him the father of multitude of nations. Then in Genesis 17.8, God says, I will give to you and your offspring after you the land of your sojournings, all the land of Canaan for an everlasting position and I will be their God. So the question is that which is more important? In 17.5, God has made Abraham the father of multitude of nations. And in 17.8, there seems to be a regression. And God says that now I will give this land of Canaan to your offspring. And again, the word Zerah is used, which is normally used for biological offspring. However, the word Zerah, according to Strong's Concordance, also means 
seed sowing semen of spring which all meanings uh, tally with uh, the biological descendants as well as of moral quality a practitioner of righteousness so there are two meanings of the word zera one is a biological descendant and another is a moral descendant or we can say the followers of the message of one god that was given by abraham if we consider 17.8 to refer to the biological offspring of abraham then it seems to be a negation of 17.5 because he is no longer leading the whole multitude of nations no the whole humanity but now once again he has come back and is leading only his biological offspring therefore we should consider whether the word zera in 17.8 may be read as moral descendants rather than biological descendants then in genesis 17.9 god said to abraham as for you you shall keep my covenant and you and your offspring after you throughout their generations now here there is a covenant between abraham and god regarding the practices to be followed but there is no bequeathal of any land in genesis 22.17 again god says i will surely bless you and i will surely multiply your offspring as the stars of heaven and as the sand that is on the seashore and your offspring shall possess the gate of his enemies now here again god is saying that he will multiply his offspring irrespective of whether we consider that to be the moral offspring or the biological offspring and that they shall win over their enemies but here again there is no bequeathal of a particular land and also there is no special relationship another verse of the bible however seems to stand up against our interpretation in genesis 28.12 it is said that jacob once had a dream and in the dream god said to him i will give you and your descendants the ground that you are lying on your descendants will be like the dust of the earth and you will spread out to the west east north and south this again seems to indicate that uh, the bequeathal of land was made to the descendants of abraham and jacob however in this case god gave this land in a dream now the bible is an inspired text so the bible's inspiration only says that jacob had such a dream this is correct or this is the word of god but whether the content of the dream was correct the bible does not say anything about it modern psychologists like sigmund freud have established that in dreams we often project our subconscious thoughts so it is possible that jacob may have dreamt of this bequeathal in terms of his own projection rather than the content of the dream itself being that of god 
at another point against our suggestion that the hebrew word zera is used for seed in all the above verses almost always means biological descendant however in isaiah 6.13 the same word zera is used as spiritual descendants uh, isaiah 6.13 tells of the jews being burnt then one tenth of them being left and those one tenth again being burnt and yet after the burning of the remnant one tenth still new generation of jews will emerge just like a shoot comes out of a stump which has been cut the word used here is again zera for the seed that comes back again so since the entire biological seed was burnt according to asaya 6.13 therefore the renewal of zera or the seed can only be spiritual and many commentaries indicate in this direction therefore the word zera can also be used as a spiritual descendant in all the other verses that we have mentioned above then in genesis 35.12 jacob is traveling from beersheba to the land of canaan god says to him the land i gave to abraham and isaac i will give to you to your descendants i will also give this land again the word zera is used so the central question is that in genesis 17.8 and 35.12 do we consider the word zera to denote biological descendants or we consider the word to denote moral descendants both are possible but considering the word zera as biological descendants to my mind seems to reduce the stature of abraham from father of multitude of nations to the father of his biological descendants then in exodus 23.31 god says to moses at mount sinai i will set your border from the red sea to the sea of the philistines and from the wilderness of euphrates for i will give the inhabitants of the land into your hand and you shall drive them out before you here god is not giving moses or the jews any bequeathal he is god is not giving them a right to the land what god is saying is that since you are planning to go and conquer the land of canaan i will be with you and i will put the inhabitants of the land into your hands but there is no again no bequeathal or no sacrosanct or heavenly right to a particular land another verse that is often invoked is ezekiel 37.21 the context is that in the 6th century bce the jews had been exiled from jerusalem solomon's temple had been burned and then god says behold 
I will take the people of Israel from the nations among which they have gone and will gather them from all around them, bring them to their own land. Now here it is clear that when the Jews were exiled from Jerusalem, they went across and they dispersed to a large number of places. So what this verse is saying is that they will be brought back to Jerusalem. Now bringing back to what they may have possessed earlier does not imply that they have got a, a, a heavenly or a divine right to their land. It only means that they are allowed to re-enter the land where they were already earlier, whether that was due to divine uh, gift or due to conquest. In summary, it is clear that the Jews have been persecuted for the last two millennia or more. The central question is whether we will give more importance to Genesis 17.5 where God made Abraham a father of multitude of nations and expanded his writ and if we do that whether we will interpret Genesis 17.8 and 35.12 in the sense of moral descendants of Abraham. I cry for the persecution of the Jews. It is time for us to look back and understand why is it that Jews have been persecuted in a variety of lands by a variety of people over a long period of time. One possibility is that the sense of exclusive relationship with God and the sense of their divine right to possess the land of Canaan, this breeds a sense of inner arrogance and which then brings about a reaction from the people amongst whom the Jews were living. So there is a need for us to relook whether we are diminishing the grandeur of Abraham being the father of multitude of nations by reducing him to the father of his biological descendants. Another, though perhaps not so important issue is, if we understand Genesis 17.8 and 35.12 literally and say that the land is bequeathed to the biological descendants of Abraham, then how do we consider the converted Jews? They are clearly not biological descendants of Abraham. So would we keep them out of the divine writ. Therefore, there is a need to relook at the whole issue and restore the majesty of Abraham, making him the father of all believers in one God. Thank you.